Hi there. Now, in uh, the book Almost Christian by Kenda Creasy Dean, she writes about uh, the American church's attitude to youth work. And in it, she talks about the danger of the youth work in America being less about teaching living faith and Christianity but more what she what she calls a moralistic therapeutic deism now stick with me because i think this is really important and i think it challenges us in the uk too moralistic therapeutic deism is basically teaching uh, a faith where god exists but doesn't really get involved too much but god is more like a sort of spiritual father christmas where you you go to him when you have needs and you have your your wish list and then you say god can i have god can i have god can i have uh, and it's moralistic because it's teaching us to be nice, teaching us to be good people, teaching us to be kind to each other. So a moralistic, therapeutic deism is saying, really, God exists, but he doesn't really want to get too involved, but he'll provide for whatever you ask for. So if you want a nice car, you could pray for a nice car. Or if you want to pray for something a bit uh, less ambitious, uh, he'll, he'll, he can do that for you. Um, and just be nice and uh, it can be summed up it's actually a, a, a something that's been, there's been more research into this 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 idea of moralistic therapeutic deism and it can be summed up by five principles basically number one is that God exists and he created the world and he watches over us secondly that God wants people to be nice to each other to be good to be kind you know just as the bible teaches us to be the third goal is uh, that life, the purpose of life is to be happy. Um, if you're not happy, then you're not living life uh, the best way uh, and you're meant to feel good about yourself. Uh, it talks about how God doesn't really want to be involved unless there's a real problem to be resolved. Uh, and, and it has the underlying feeling that basically if you're good, if you're kind, you, all good people go to heaven. Uh, and so that's a moralistic therapeutic deism. You can look that up uh, on Wikipedia if you want to find out a bit more. Or I do recommend reading uh, Kendra Creasy, Creasy Dean's book. Uh, and I I think we are in danger of seeing it so much in our churches. You know, the thing that springs to mind for me is when when so often I hear uh, people, youth leaders, talking about the Good Samaritan, uh, which is a fantastic story and real challenging parable of Jesus is. Uh, and yet so often, oh, so what are you going to do? Turns out into be, so maybe you could empty the dishwasher at home and be kind to your mum and dad. Or maybe you could look for the lonely person on the playground and go and talk to them, which are both really good things to do. But I don't think those are what Jesus was talking about when he was talking about the parable of the Good Samaritan. He was talking about loving our enemy and being purposeful in, in helping our enemy when they're in times of need. I don't think that's our mum and dad and I don't think that's probably the lonely person on the playground necessarily. Equally, I've been... Um, meeting with a couple of lads a few lads in our youth group for the last few weeks uh, and whenever I say to them what can we pray for uh, the the automatic response has been our exams now the fact that some of them aren't doing exams for another year or so or uh, those who have got important exams this year aren't doing them for a few months it's almost like it's the um, automatic response the right response 
to the question of what 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 can I pray for? It's well, it's my exams, which kind of keeps a barrier up. It kind of says we don't need to really be honest with each other, but it's a it's a good answer to the question. So let's leave it there, and we don't need to go deep with each other. Uh, and so, so I found myself saying recently, uh, I'm going to ask you a question, and the answer cannot be your exams because we know automatically that that we that you need God's help with your exams I said what can we pray for today and they started to be a bit more honest and to share but how easy we fall for the the right answers the suitable answer uh, rather than being honest and real with each other where am I going with this well I've been uh, reflecting on the the passage in Romans chapter 3 Uh, where it says in um, verse 20 that no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. Moralistic, therapeutic deism teaches, teach young people to be good citizens, teach them how to be respectable, how to be kind and um, generous which are all good uh, characteristics of God. But as this verse tells us uh, in Romans, that actually keeping the law, which is what those things are, helps to show us how far short of the law we keep. Keeping the law shows us when we sin, because when we don't keep the law, we know we are sinning. So therefore, the, the usefulness of the law to us is to help us remember where the bar of expectation is for being holy and righteous. But actually the purpose of the law is not to get us over the bar, it's just to help us be realistic, keep ourselves humble about where we are in trying to walk and live the life that God calls us to. The law helps us become more conscious of our sin, it doesn't give us righteousness and salvation as as the writer carries on uh, into verse 21 but now apart from the law the righteousness the righteousness of God has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify this righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe there is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So basically the law helps us to realise how far short we fall of God's expectations for us. Helps us to keep keep ourselves in that place of reality of that I've still got a long way to go. But it's Jesus who brings us our salvation and our righteousness and our forgiveness. The message translation of these few verses puts it like this and I find this quite helpful but in our time something new has been added what Moses and the prophets witnessed to all those years has happened the God setting things right that we read about has become Jesus setting things right for us and not only for us but for everyone who believes in him for there is no difference between us and them in this Since we've compiled this long and sorry record of sinners, both us and them, and proved that we are utterly incapable of living the glorious lives God wills for us, God did it for us. Out of sheer generosity, he puts us in right standing with himself, a pure gift. 
He got us out of the mess we're in and restored us to where he always wanted us to be. And he did it by means of Jesus Christ. And so my challenge to us uh, this week, friends, is to make sure that we are helping young people to realise that the law, which is important, just shows us how much more we need to do, how much more we need to become. But it's our relationship with Jesus that brings us righteousness. It's out of his sheer generosity that Jesus puts us in right standing with our Heavenly Father. It's a pure gift that's open to each and every one of us. So we, we need to keep uh, our eyes on being obedient, but we need to keep our hands open to receive the gift that Jesus gives to us. Receive it today yourself the gift that God has given you and then let's make sure we pass that gift on to each and every child and young person that we encounter this week. Go for it. (laughs) 